The message you're about to listen to is brought to you by the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Pastor E.A. Adeboe. Be blessed as you listen.
let us pray. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Yes, we thank you, Lord. You are Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Yes, we bless you, Lord. You are Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Yes, we love you, Lord. You are Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Yes, we worship you, Lord. You are Lord. We adore you, Lord. We adore you, Lord. We adore you, Lord. Yes, we adore you, Lord. You are Lord. God of all the whole universe, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the desire of nations, we worship you. We adore you, our Father and our God, and we are giving you a very, very special thank you for the nation Nigeria on this, our day of independence. We thank you for what you've done for us in the past. We thank you for keeping us as one. We thank you, Lord God Almighty, for the victory you gave to this nation, even during the Civil War. We thank you that thus far you have helped us. Thank you for peace. Thank you for progress. Thank you for not only what we've done in the past, but what we will do in the future. Father, accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Today, my Father and my God, we are asking you to bless everyone all over the world with peace, with joy, with security. That as your word will be going forth, it will bring healings to every member of the redeemed Christian Church of God and even all those who are not members but who are listening to us right now. Father, we are asking that we will do what you alone can do today and let this day mark a brand new beginning for the nation of Nigeria, and for every one of us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, uh, I am reaching out to you today from the Holy Land. Um, 
you can see that I am not in church. <laughs> um, right now in Jerusalem, because there is a world conference to mark this year's Feast of Trumpets. And uh, it has pleased the Almighty God to make uh, my humble self the main speaker during this conference. It's a week-long affair, but by the grace of God, I'll be back home before the Holy Ghost service. The topic we are considering today is free indeed. Because today we are celebrating our Day of Independence, and independence, of course, is talking about uh, freedom. And so we want to talk about free indeed. John chapter 8, verses 32 and 36. John 8, 32 and 36. It reads, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I pray that any of you who may be in any form of bondage, you'll be free today. And then, verse 36 says, if the Son therefore shall make you free, the Son here means the Lord Jesus Christ, ye shall be free indeed. If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. The Bible teaches that man is a trinity made up of body, soul, and spirit. You live in a body. You have a soul, but you are actually a spirit being. And so when we talk of you being free, then we are talking about freedom in the three aspects of man. I mean, for example, in 3 John verse 2, 3 John verse 2, it is written, I wish above all things that you will prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. You cannot claim that you are free indeed if you have problems physical if you are in bondage physical you are in bondage material and you are in bondage spiritual. To be free indeed, you must not be in bondage physical. You must not be in bondage material. You must not be in bondage spiritual. For example, it doesn't matter how wealthy you are, if you are sick, you are in bondage. I mean, you might be the richest man on earth, 
But if today you have a sickness or a disease that requires urgent attention and continuous attention of the doctor in ICU, you will be tied down in the hospital. I mean, you remember the story of uh, the man in John chapter 5, from verse 2 to 9. John 5, from verse 2 to 9. A man who had an incurable disease. And only once in a while, once a year, an angel will come and trouble the certain water. And the first fellow to get into the water will be healed. There were many of them there. They couldn't go home because they don't know when the angel will come. They were in bondage. You know the story of Naaman in Second Kings chapter 5 from verse 1 to 14. 2 Kings 5 from verse 1 to 14. He was a successful general. He was famous. He was wealthy, but he was a leper. And that single boat destroyed every other thing. He was in bondage. Oh, as wealthy as he was, he couldn't embrace his, his children until God stepped in. You cannot say you are free indeed if you are poor. Now, I know some people don't want to hear us talk about you prospering. <laughs> but if you are poor, it's not going to be long before you realize Proverbs 22 verse 7. Proverbs 22 verse 7 says, The borrower... It's a servant to the lender. If you borrow, if you are owing the bank, and you say you are free, <laughs> who is deceiving who? Because a borrower is a servant to the lender. You have a house. You haven't paid the mortgage. You're not the owner of the house. It's the bank. The bank can come any day and say they want to claim that house from you. I mean, you know the story in Second Kings chapter 4, from verse 1 to 7. Second Kings 4, from verse 1 to 7. It's the story of the widow of a son of the prophet. She was a child of God. But she was bankrupt. And when the creditors came, they said, you don't pay our money by tomorrow, we will sell your two sons into slavery to recover our money. You are not free if you are poor. You are not free indeed if you are poor. And when you consider Daniel chapter 4, uh, you can read the old chapter, Daniel chapter 4, from the beginning to the end. And you will find out the story of Nebuchadnezzar. He was a king. In fact, he was the greatest king of his time. 
worthy, powerful. Ah, but when something went wrong and he lost his mind, of what use was all his wealth? <laughs> if they call her, if they call him your majesty probably be the animals talking because he was eating with them I pray for every one of you today physically you will be free materially you will be free spiritually you will be free you are not free indeed if you are still afraid of something. The Bible tells us that anyone who is in fear is in torment. First John chapter 4 verse 18. First John chapter 4 verse 18. So if you are still afraid, afraid of witches, afraid of wizards, afraid of going back to your village, Afraid when you wake up in the morning. Afraid when you go to bed at night. Afraid when you go to your office because you are afraid somebody might have put something on your chair. Well, you are not there. Then you are not free. Indeed. First John chapter 4 verse 18 says, Fear has torment. If you are afraid, you are under torment. So there is this saying that says there are more prisoners outside the prison walls than those who are inside. In other words, you are not in Kirikiri prison. <laughs> but there are some people even in Kirikiri prison who are freer than you. Because if somebody is in Kirikiri prison and is saved, born again, whole physically, whole mentally, whole spiritually, it might be better than you outside, wealthy, famous, and you can't even sleep at night because of fear. That's why when God was going to set the children of Israel free in Egypt, and you can read the story in Exodus chapter 12, the Bible said when God was setting his people free, number one, he made sure not a single feeble one among them, he healed them all. National healing. In a single day, he healed a whole nation. And I pray in the name that's above every other name that God will heal our nation. Not only that, he asked them to collect the salary that the Egyptians owed their fathers for 430 years. The people left loaded with money. Why? Because you are not free indeed. If you are poor, you can go down history lane 
and check what happened to the black man in America when they said, all right, we're all slaves now are free. You're free. You can go anywhere you want. You can do whatever you long, whatever you want. But they had no land. They had no money. They had nothing. Nothing. And so they were free. <laughs> free and hungry. Free and nothing to use to establish the freedom. So they ended up becoming <laughs> liberals for the very people that they said they were freed from. Everything you need to establish your freedom, may the Almighty God make available to you today. But that's what you need. I mean, that's why you need to come to the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the Bible says, you know the truth, and the truth is what I've just shared with you briefly. And the truth is the Lord Jesus Christ. And he says, if you know the truth, the truth will make you free. Am I saying that you will never die? If Jesus dies, you will die at your appointed time. If you belong to Jesus Christ, he himself made it clear. He said, I will build my church, and you are part of his church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against his church. The gates of hell, the elders of hell. Whoever they are, they will never be able to prevail over you. And he will keep you alive till it is time for him to take you home. When you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you won't even have to fear evil. And the moment the fear of death is gone, you will know what is called freedom and freedom indeed. In Philippians chapter 2, from verse 9 to 10, Philippians 2, 9 to 10, the Bible says clearly, at the name of Jesus, every name must bow. Things in heaven, things on earth, things underneath the earth. In other words, witches that fly in the sky must bow to the name of Jesus. Mami water, spirits. Any evil force, it doesn't matter where they are coming from. At the name of Jesus, they must bow. And you know what? They recognize you. All those evil forces, they could say clearly, Jesus we know. And we know his children too. When Jesus comes into your life, fear disappears. And the Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 1, from verse 19 to 22, Ephesians 1, 19 to 22, it tells us that Jesus Christ is seated far above principalities and powers. And God has put everything under his feet. All these evil forces, they are under your feet if you are a child of God. Because... The feet is the lowest part of the body. 
So even if you are the lowest part of the body of Christ, all these evil forces are still under you. Oh, we used to sing when I was a younger Christian. We say all those who have been saved, shout hallelujah. We say why? Because we can step on death, we can step on demons, we can step on evil forces. And you know what? They know it. The evil forces know it. In case you don't know, you should know now. And so when you are in Christ, then you know the meaning of true freedom. Free indeed. And you know what? What is applicable to the individual can become applicable to a nation. Because a nation is made up of individuals. And that's why you must join forces together as much as possible as to bring salvation to our nation. By bringing as many souls to Christ as possible because whomsoever the Son shall set free shall be free indeed. That's why you have a responsibility to keep praying for your nation. To keep praying for individuals that are yet to be saved, that God will save their souls. And the more of us that are saved, the easier it will be for every one of us to say, we are now free indeed. You can be enjoying independence from the colonial masters and still be in slavery to sickness, in slavery to poverty, in slavery to terror, to forces of darkness. But if you will come to the sun, the sun will set you absolutely free. I'm wishing you very good celebration. But more than anything else, I wish all of you who are already in Christ, freedom and freedom indeed. As for those of you who are yet to surrender your life to Jesus Christ, I invite you, come. Come and taste the Lord and see that it's good. You can always use me as an example. If you consider all my responsibilities, if you consider how many thousands of kilometers I have to travel day and night, and you consider the fact that by the special grace of God, my blood pressure remains normal, you will know it pays to belong to Jesus Christ because whomsoever the sons are set free shall be free indeed. Free from sickness, free from poverty, free from fear, free physically, free materially, free spiritually. That can be your portion too. If you will surrender your life to Jesus Christ, you can begin to enjoy that from this moment onward. So if you want to surrender your life to Jesus, if you bow your heads now and call on him to save your soul, 
He will do so. And I will pray for you, even right now. So, those of you who want to give your life to Jesus Christ, will you go to the front of the altar, in the church where you are gathered, and move very, very quickly, and pray, even as we are moving forward, that the Almighty God, the truth, will set you free today, that He, the Son, will set you free indeed. Do so now, as I pray with you. My Father, my God, I want to thank you. I want to give you all glory and honor for your word. And I want to thank you for those who are moving forward now to surrender their life to you. Father, please receive every one of them. Oh Lord, save their souls. Let your blood wipe away their sins. Let them become true children of the living God. As they join your family today, my Father and my God, let them become absolutely free. Let them become free indeed. And let them enjoy that freedom till we all see you in glory. Thank you, my Father and my God. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now I'm rejoicing with those of you who have given your life to Jesus Christ. The counselors will be there to attend to you. And in case you are not in the church, please contact the nearest Redeemed Christian Church of God to you. Tell the pastor you have just given your life to Jesus, and he will tell you what to do next. But I promise you from now on, I'll be praying for you, and you will enjoy true freedom. For the rest of us, we go ahead and thank the Almighty God for the freedom we have enjoyed all these years. And pray that we continue to enjoy that freedom forever. God Almighty will answer all your prayers. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Uh, let's have one shout hallelujah. We hope you were blessed by this podcast. You can send feedback and inquiries to centralparishradio at gmail.com. Do subscribe to receive notification of new episodes. Thank you.